Goddamn right. You understand? There's a difference. It's how you say it. I've been saying this my whole life. If I tell you something and you don't get it, it's on me to find a way to help me to communicate with you. I can't expect to have apples to apples in literacy and or understanding and or life experience, anything. Your house was your house. My house is my house. There's nothing universal about it. The biggest mistake we make is, yeah, my way is everybody's way. Or here's one for you. I'm right, like, all the time. Yeah, that's me. Okay, super. Automatic, fantastic. Back off the fucking wagon. Step away from the pipe that's in your ass. And uh, smack yourself across the head with it. Coming in in three, two, one. Yeah, you got one of four things you could be. You could be one and two. You could be two and two. You could be zero and three. Let me start over. You could be zero and four. You could be one and three. You could be two and two. You could be zero and four. Where are you at? I know where you're at. You're playing football. You're playing football in the fantasy football with fantasy football ferocity. Week five. Primer. Getting you started in your fantasy league. Well, your fantasy league's on hold right now because you're in our fantasy league right now. And if you're in a fantasy league right now with us, that means you're subject to the rules of America's commissioner, Michi. What's going on? The rules of Michi, America. As you listen to this program, are very soon. Happy scouting. Enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy game. Other than that, everything else we say is pretty much on the money, but you decide. It's the greatest game. It's just so much fun. What I do on Sundays for fantasy football is enjoy the whole spectacle. Every day on football day is Christmas. We're here to have a week five celebration and a week five breakdown. We have a game against each other in our league. But I got a question for you. I got, I got a big, I got, a, I got a big question for you here before we do any more, any less, anything else. Can I ask you a question, Mr. Kibasa? Sure. Mr. Kibasa, is there a fantasy football minute in my future? <laughs> You're goddamn right, there is, Missy. Can I get some, please? Can I get some? Just a little something. Come on. What do you say? Just for you, America's America. commissioner. Thank you. Here we go. Week four. <gasps> Unrehearsed. Week four in the NFL. Mud hole stomp a week in college. Glare season begins in America. Your Midtown Ramblin' Wreck were a wreck indeed after Temple shredded them to Philly cheesesteaks. Your Auburn Avenue Panthers and your Sanford Edge Clippers both enjoyed buys. Meh. Your Atlanta United are in the MLS playoffs. Head down to the Benzo Sunday and congratulate them. Your Magic City Chickens lost again despite Matty Ice throwing for four hundred Ugg. Roll Tide gave up 31 points, but they scored 59. The Ains corralled the Caballeros without scoring a touchdown. America's team, the new Cleveland Browns, racked up 40 on the old Cleveland Browns. Look out. Carolina Blue decided to go for two and fell one short of knocking off. Number one, Gator Bay shut out a community college team. Boomer Sooner Hunt dug double nickels on the Tech of Texas. Tampa Bay were members of the double nickel team as well. It's a new day for Mark Aram's New York Football Giants. 2-0 and with a new kid under center and the new kid in the backfield last night. One of the most unanticipated Monday night games ever. The 1-0-3 team beat the other 0-3 team. But now we're on to week five because I finished way too 
too early on that one. I was a little. There we go. Touchdown. Touchdown. Johnny Cabasso. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes a minute is. Uh, is what you have, and sometimes a minute takes 45 seconds. I understand that the people at iHeartRadio will say, listen, man, if we're going to pick this up, it's got to be a minute. And I would also understand that the improvisation that just threw down with the speed and the lightning and the quickness and pump out those crap-ass Atlanta Falcons, as you were saying. Oh, that was pretty. That was, that was wonderful, Mr. Kibosh. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. Thank you very much. Thanks. The uh, Mark's show like was canceled it. on Monday, so that never got air, so I didn't really iron out the kinks in it all, all that much, but what can you do, man? Just let it rip. I hadn't. You let it rip. Bring it in the sausage hut. Week 5 fantasy football. I'll tell you what, America. Love you. I hope everyone is well. Mishy wants to make some soup, and let's get in and stir some pot here. Super uh, duper. And let's we... make some soup. Let's put some vegetables in the water and think about what kind of meat we're going to put in this year's soup. Come on. Where are we going? I know where we're going. Mishy. We're going to Thursday Night Football, sir. Yes, we are. <laughs> let's do it. Next stop, Thursday night. America, if you don't know that, you're, you're, you're not living there. Thursday night, Los Angeles Rams, three and one at Seattle, three and one. How about that? How about this game? How about this game? What do you think, Mister Kilbasa? This is this you is have a dynamite. This is TNT, man. TNT in a barrel, just waiting for somebody you, to light the flame. This is going to be. We talked last week about the Rams going to need thirty-four points or more to win. Well, Tamper certainly did that. And as for Seattle, they took care of their business in the desert. And they're coming to play home on a short week. People love to talk about these guys playing on a short week, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. Thursday night. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. That's what it said. And this, this, could, this could be very well like the premier game of the week. And it's going to be on Thursday night. It has AFC, NFC West implications. It has... Johnny Kielbasa against Michigan fantasy football oh, implications. And and you and it's almost must see TV, I must tell you. This is better than my no, it's not. Sorry, grandma. My grandma used to watch a thing, she called them programmings, basically soap operas in the afternoon. Yeah. Her programs. And uh, you hey, you didn't programs. Yeah, this is programs. And you didn't want to – was it like that in your part of the world? Is that the world grandma used programs? Pro well, programs? She said program. She, about, when Barney Miller came on, it was time for her to watch her program. Well, you see, that's just the regional dialect that we've worked so hard over the last 30 years to erase. And I'm glad that that grandma spoke the way she spoke. She had a program. Let me tell you what. Program. She had a program. Go and watch my program. Well, our program on Thursday night for us grown people who do our own version of soap operas called Fantasy Football and the NFL <laughs> – have a absolutely delicious fantasy matchup. Let me ask you a question. I am starting Russell Wilson this week at home. Are you Johnny Kilbasa starting Jared Goff? I guess I've got to figure that out pretty damn soon. Mm. I mean, you got uh, less than 24 hours, that's for sure. So last Thursday, I made a snap decision. And I switched them out. Aaron Rodgers was going on Thursday, and I switched out Goff at the last second. And it, luckily, there was only like two. There was a four point difference. Rodgers got more points. Goff and Johnny Kibasa and Johnny Kibasa, as usual, steamrolled because he listens to the sausage hut. Next, please continue. Yeah, and Goff threw three interceptions. If he hadn't thrown three interceptions, he would have been well into the thirties. So sure, sure. it could have been the right decisions. Could have been the wrong decisions. Now here we are again. 
And I'm saying Rodgers versus Dallas or Jared Goff. I mean, for the good of this matchup, I should just go head to head with you. Come, well, I should just come into your house and, and take ruin care, and, you. And, and, yeah. and, and come on in and, and let's break some furniture. Yeah. Because I'm ready for the furniture breaking. Every player on my team, and I got a couple who are playing on Thursday night. Cooper Cup comes to mind. Chris Carson comes to mind. Russell Wilson comes to mind. Wow. And they come on my roster as starters, confident. I put in the old Mishy Smack after uh, for Tuesday for a few hours, and those were the only guys I had in my lineup. And I realized I'm sounding like a, like a, kind of like a douche, really. And let me just put my lineup up because I don't need to be that kind of person. And I'm proud of myself in the sense that I at least remembered. I'm not so proud that I did it initially, but it was fun for a minute. And you didn't notice, so it didn't matter. But I am going to bring three, three, three starting players into a Thursday night, which is on any other Thursday night in America, and you know this, that's like suicide. Death on two legs. What are you doing to yourself? And in this game, I see um, I see 35 points as a winning total. And I think there's going to be bunches and bunches of balls in the air. And Russell Wilson and Jared Goff are going to have uh, um, what would they would be called a memorable shootout. And if you got pass catchers like Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, stardom. We always say that. Um, Brandon Cooks hasn't scored a touchdown in a while. America, Brandon Cooks hasn't scored a touchdown in a while. And history says, tell them what history says, Mishy. History says Mr. Cook gets on a roll, and it happens for him like this. His career has been this way. I expect Brandon Cooks to score a touchdown. And Mr. Uh, Woods, who was so good last weekend, might be the more the complimentary guy. Question. Todd Gurley, is he a bust that people are trying to suggest? Is he just not a stud? Is he a fantasy football touchdown maker this week? This tomorrow night, Thursday night, Mr. Kilbasa, does Gurley get in the end zone tomorrow? No. Yes or no? No. No. <laughs> he does can't. Chris Carson, does Chris Carson get in or does Rasheed Penny get in the end zone tomorrow? R- Rasheed Penny gets in because Chris Carson's on Michie's team. No. Chris Carson. No. You see, that that idea, that idea is delicious football irony because we're playing against each other. The truth of the matter is Chris Carson doesn't smell the end zone yet. Rasheed Penny is playing. I agree with you. And I think Carson gets one for himself. I really do. I'm going to say Tyler Lockett, yes, it has a good game. No, does not find the end zone fantasy football players. I'm putting my love with the kid with the initials. Mr. DK Metcalf to get a touchdown this week, Mr. Kilbasa. And not one, but two deep balls with a chance for two. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And if you were smart enough to pick up a young man named Disley, people, if you were and you've Will been watching, Disley. he's a, yes, he's, a, he's, you know, he's, he's seemingly on a level above Jimmy O'Shaughnessy. I can't believe I just said that, but I'm saying it. And Sacrilege. the idea that he's consistent and sees the ball in the end zone makes him a must start in that game. I see this as a really entertaining Thursday night football game. And fantasy football-wise, Jared Goff and Russell Wilson, you and I are going to score a boatload of points. My question is, Brother Cooper Cup and Brother Chris Carson, if they find the end zone, you and I are in for a battle royale. In America, you want to hear the rest of it? You will. 
Let's move down the road to Sunday. What do you think, Mr. Kibasa? Must see TV on Thursday. Does everyone agree? We're talking about Gandalf and the Balrog locked in battle, flying across time and space and the air and the mountaintops, and they're going to land with a blind fury, and haymakers are going to be thrown. The Sausage <laughs> Hut Derby. Is coming up this weekend, baby. Oh, football. What was that about Gandolfini, you said? Oh, football. <laughs> so yeah, that's where that's where we're starting. And how how good is that? That our first game of the week, we're going right. We're going right round one. Everybody's coming out swinging. By shit, this could be decided by Sunday at one o'clock, one way or another. No, 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 because the. The, the, the most fun you can have happened to me last weekend in fantasy football. <laughs> Started on Thursday. I'm playing my good, I'm playing my dear friend and Sausage Hut contributor, the flying one. And I started on a Thursday night, had Mr. Sanders, got me seven points, which was nice. Helped me win a bucket of chicken, but that's another story. And I didn't finish to the Steelers, had a strip sack against Cincinnati on Monday night. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I got my I got five fingers out. Wow, that's a whole hand, I think. And I had five days of fantasy football fun, my friends. And it worked in my favor. It worked as I foresaw it. It worked as I foretold it. And I watched it play out. And I'll tell you, it is like grandma's soap operas, Mr. Kilbasa. It really is. Or whatever grandma's programs are, Barney Miller, etc. And Oh, Barney Miller show. God, that was a little dry for me. I was young at the time. Oh, yeah, anyway, me too. I was too young for it. I was like, oh, Grandma, I don't want to watch this. But luckily, the Jeffersons is on right afterwards. I like the Jeffersons. And you, and you went to move. And, and we're moving on up, and we're moving on out. And we all love fantasy football. Where are we going in our first game on Sunday, Mr. Dun, 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 on. The 1 o'clock games. We're going to... Carolina for the battle of teams that are relatively close to each other when the Jacksonville Jaguars stand in a two and two ride to Carolina, who are also two and two. This is a very mediocre matchup between two mediocre teams, Michi. I think that uh, if you live in that part of the world, you accept that the football league is there, but there are other things to do on a Sunday in October in Charlotte. North Carolina. I mean to tell you, dude, you can take a ride to Jacksonville and go to the beach. It's perfect. But we're playing football this weekend. And and your man, brother Jimmy O'Shaughnessy. Hey, Jimmy. You spoke about him. You, you know his family. And I got to ask you something. I was I was speaking to um, one of the O'Shaughnessy cousins, and I was in the living room, right? Yeah. And I said, and I said hey, isn't that the quarterback of uh, uh, Jimmy's team, Gardner Minshew? He goes, they said, she said, no, that was my like great uncle Henry, uh, and I said that looks just so. I said that looks just like the quarterback over there in Gardner Minshew. I said, when was that taken? That looks like 1977. It had the disco look on, the mustache, like he was just like at a club and having a good time. And she goes, that was my uncle Henry, Henry O'Shaughnessy. I said, does brother Jimmy, the, you know, does Jimmy know about it? And then he goes, you know, I don't know. So imagine America, Michi put some magic in motion, and. There's an O'Shaughnessy 
and you know the family. You go talk to Mama O'Shaughnessy. You bring her over some. I know you. You got a no, smoker, well, and when you make pork, you bring her something, something nice treat on a Saturday afternoon. Well, I know my you. mother went to school with Jimmy O'Shaughnessy's mother. Yes. Right. And his yes. and her brother almost married your father. <laughs> no. So maybe that's why you look like. I swear Gordon to Ninja. God, it was junior high, junior high. Junior That's high. Fabulous. They almost fell in love together. Anyway. They probably were they were probably back at the stadium because they didn't even want to watch Jacksonville at Carolina. Mr. Kilbasa, Leonard Fournette had a massive game last week. About time. Christian McCaffrey had a massive game last week. McCaffrey found the end zone. Fournette did not. Which one of these two guys is going to be the leading fantasy point getter in this game? Still don't believe in Fournette. It's going to have to be McCaffrey. I'm coming around to McCaffrey. You have uh, – I know you watch the games, and I watch them as well. Gardner Minshew is – I don't know. He's fun to watch. Kyle Allen was pretty surprising to watch. The Carolina defense is good enough to carry the rookie quarterback and just as Jacksonville's is. Do you see any love on either of these two fantasy defenses as streamers this week? Anybody going to score a defensive touchdown against these rookie quarterbacks? I, I Which would, one? Yeah, I would say Jacksonville is worth it if you're stuck in a stuck in a bye week and you don't have much to choose from. Yeah, uh, America, if you listen to this program, I'm a big fan of streaming defenses. I will tell you what: for a nickel or a dime, I would take the Panthers' defense to score more fantasy points than Jacksonville. Let's call that. Uh, a large pizza between me and you. Other than that, do you see a lot of points in this game, or is this going to be, you know, like wishing Chick-fil-A was open and we get out of here and, and, and go in the backyard and have our own barbecue? Yeah, it's what gonna, do you say? It's going to be 12-9 late, then Jacksonville is going to score a touchdown. So 19-9, that's a terrible score for a football game. And then we'll give Christian McCaffrey that touchdown at the time. And if you want to, America – Seems like there'll be some kickers with opportunities to score double digits for you in that game. I'm not even going to get into it. Can we get out of there, sir? That's a yes or a no, Mr. Kielbasa. Can we get out of there, please? Let's get out of here and head up the road to Washington, D.C. The battle of 4-0 teams. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's the battle of... 4-0 4-0 versus 0-4. The worst Washington Redskins team since the one that lost the Super Bowl in 1974. Going up against the greatest of all time. The New England Patriots at the Redskins. You know, you got any idea that uh, Washington calling her team the Redskins is a good or bad? Do you have any idea on ideas on that subject? It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. All right. All right. You know what's really awful about Washington? Their owner, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> he is as inept a football guy, and Washington has done nothing but struggle, and they deserve better. I could tell you that. They're like the Oakland Raider fans at this point. They deserve a lot better because New England Patriots are coming into town. I would say Tom Brady will do his damage 24, 28 points. I'm looking at a wide receiver core of Gordon and Edelman scoring touchdowns, people. I would think Sony Michelle is 100, yard, uh, a game, 100 yards in this game, and they may make a point to put it in the end zone. You will see Sony Michelle run 
if they get inside the five, he'll he's going to run three or four straight times. I think New England is going to come in here and lay 45 points on the Redskins. <laughs> question, my question, my question. Can the New England Patriots defense or special teams score yet another touchdown in this game? What do you say, Mr. Kilbasa? I think that, yeah, Dwayne Haskins, I like him. Ohio State Buckeye, great. And you know what? He's got all the tools to be a really good NFL quarterback. But he's not <laughs> going to be best one. Defense in football. He's not going to be one this week, Michy. <laughs> no, sir. I agree completely. And, and, but maybe, just maybe, his, his May-December relationship that he's forming with Adrian Peterson, what if they both have miracle games? Wouldn't that be the up? That would be the upset of the century. They're laying 15 and a half. Whew. And that's on a Wednesday. That's on a Wednesday night. You know, you can make. I'm not much with these point spreads and such, but I would say that 15 and a half is modest. And from what I understand, like these people who are uh, gamblers, I don't know them. You know what I mean? But like they'll put like some really, you know, some big cabbage on the uh, line, as it were. Some red cabbage. You know, you know, with like a boatload of zeros. And the idea that this is. 15 and a half, probably go to 17 and a half by the time game day comes. Washington is toast. They're in a, you know, I thought they had a little bit of something, a little fighting them. They can't get out of their way. Their best game probably was in the preseason. That's how bad the Redskins are. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's not fair to our nation's capital. It's not fair to the fans who have a John Riggins 44 throwback. Raise your hand, people. Riggo, raise your hand. Riggo. Piggins. Oh, man, that boy, was a, that boy was such a tremendous football player. One of my top five running backs of all time. Maybe one of my top three running backs of all time, John Riggins. And John Riggins in his best would not help the Washington Redskins win in week five. And there is no fantasy love on that side of the ball. Tom Brady, plus, he had an awful fantasy game last week. Yeah. Plus or minus 22 fantasy points this week, Mr. Kilbasa. He's going to come back with a vengeance because he knows how many so. fantasy owners he let down last week. He's going to be coming. He's going to be spreading the love all over the nation's capital. The swamp. You know, Tom Brady, you, you know, you are so correct. I don't know, Tom. Have you met Tom or Giselle? Uh, well, I haven't. Well, I haven't. I I was at a I was at a fundraiser with Jimmy O'Shaughnessy's uncle, see? <laughs> and Tom Brady was there. No, I swear to God, Tom Brady was there. He was just there for a minute, but I didn't get to talk to him. So I could say that I met him, but I just I was there. I was really close to him, about ten feet. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And uh, I would think that Tom Brady is the kind of guy who is like really just is a good guy. And all the abuse he gets because people are jealous. People are envious. I think Tom Brady is uh, going to the nation's capital. He caught a little flack for wearing one of them political hats. He's learned his lesson. And he's going to come in. I'm telling you, you might see four touchdowns from Tom Brady this week, America. And, again, New England's going to score a boatload of points. boatload of points. And I'm just going to look at the scroll because I have no players on New England. Um, and I will not watch this football game, not in the least bit. I'm getting out of here. Where you want to go next? Let's get in that private plane of yours and go watch another football room, game. Boss, room, what do you say? <laughs> Let's go to Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, where the surprising to everybody but them, Tennessee Titans <laughs> are taking on the even surprisinger, 
Buffalo Bowls. I like me some Buffalo uh, football this year. I don't uh, like the quarterback led with his helmet last week and Oof. is not playing this week. Oof. There is, uh, I don't know if his name is Gnarls Barkley, Charles oh. Barkley, Matt Barkley, Barkley, my neighbor's dog with the pink collar, Barkley. Uh, I have no idea who's starting for the Buffalo Bills this week, and it's not good. What started off with such promise, uh, they, their offense might be a little hard to come by this week against Tennessee and Mariota had a nice game. He's, you know, I said some terrible things about him and kind of showed Michi what's up, but on paper, this is a low scoring game as well. And that has a lot of fantasy implications. You, sir, Mr. Kilbasa, who is my fantasy football surprise here? Because most of us are not touching this game. Unless we absolutely have to, except ah, with the exception of Derrick Henry, of course. Who other than Derrick Henry is is a man you would play in this game? Besides the I defense, dare you. yeah. Uh, I, 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 okay, hey, I shot the sheriff, man. The sheriff, John Brown. Sheriff John Brown, touchdown maker. Yeah, they, they, Matt Barkley can chuck one up towards the sidelines towards the end of the first half, and John Brown can come down with it and fall into the end zone. Is that what the glowing kielbasa is telling you in this game? John Brown is your sneaky play? That's that what, what saying? I'm saying, yeah. Oh, America, get the crayons out. It is on. Mr. Kielbasa, you like any of the defenses, or is it just going to be a low-scoring game? You're going to see sacks? We're going to see interceptions? I don't see this in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't see either defense getting 10 fantasy points. I see a lot of sacks in this game. I think Matt Barkley um, is going to go down. Ah, you see, you playing the Barkley card again, are you? Well, so hey, you're, that doesn't mean he can't. So chuck you're saying one up. Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans will be a sneaky play at home, is what you're trying to tell America. And Michigan uh, is just being a, a stuck in the mud and wanting to go drink in a bar in, in Nashville. Is that what you're telling me? I'm saying if you gotta, might have, you, you could do worse. Understood, understood. So Derrick Henry did not score a touchdown last week, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Is he a touchdown maker? This week, Mr. Kilbasa, or is some love going to be shown to someone else? No, nah, I don't think he, I don't think so. I think Mariota is going to keep it in the air as, as best he can, which isn't very well, but he can do it. So is that a is that a, is there touchdowns coming for Davis? Maybe the kid Brown does it again. Maybe your tight end sleeper of all times, Delaney Walker. I'm like Delaney Walker. I'm dynamite. You like yourself, Delaney. <laughs> America, look it up. You uh, any touchdown makers in that group, Mister Kobasa? Delaney Walker. Yep, Delaney Walker's going to get it. All right, so we're calling out Delaney Walker for some fun. We like the Titans D. Sheriff John Brown, which is genius on your part, and I'm liking Derrick Henry, even though you're not. Can we grab a meal and maybe some, you know, some barbecue and some beer and get on out of town in the in the Kobasa plane and go to a meaningful let's, AFC North contest? Let's get let's on the jet there. and go to the ugly part of town. Where the Baltimore Ravens are traveling up to Pittsburgh Steelers, two and two versus one and three. Let's hope both of these teams lose. Baltimore coming off a shellacking at the hands of America's team, and Pittsburgh finally getting off the schneid against the hapless. Hapless. I can't even give any good tentas on that on that game last week. Pittsburgh Steelers won me my fantasy football game, America. I probably spoke a little bit about it, but by the time my uh, free agent uh, sort of rotation came around and I diagnosed what I was going to do, 
I took the Steelers. They scored me a boatload of points. I won on Monday night. I spoke of it earlier, and it was the Steelers that drove the boat, and I proceeded to cut them. Because this week, if you must know, I am playing Johnny Kielbasa, hashtag America team, hashtag number one fan, hashtag Cleveland Browns, hashtag Johnny Kielbasa. All right, I got this going. So I picked up the Cleveland Brown defense. We call that the double down Dak show. And it's a reverse and it's a psychological ploy. And I love it to death. In this game, Mr. Kilbasa. On Monday night, nonetheless. Oh, it's it glorious. It could, but, decide, it could decide the match. My own defense decided. Oh, I, you know, you played that. I played that card last week. I'm playing that card this week. And it's against your team. I'm loving life. That's fantastic. You're, That's the way to play some fantasy football against your boys and girls, America. You're, you're playing against your friends, man. Throw it down and throw it down and have fun. What do you think? You're splitting you're splitting face cards in blackjack. Is that what you're doing? Oh, you got two kings? Oh, I think I'm going to split them. There we I go. Think I'm gonna Browns split them. D, I, oh, Monday no night. Question. Split them. <laughs> and you know what? This game, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, Mr. Kilbasa, you know what's going to make you even more happy? If it Pittsburgh rains. Nah, just don't worry about I the weather, man. Rain. Ochos meals. Ochos meals. Don't worry about the weather, please. Um, what I'm trying. That was a Stevie Ray Vaughan reference, America. <laughs> nice. You can look it up. And. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game because they're two and three. Baltimore will be two and three, and Cleveland, I think, is going to win this weekend. And that's just the way hashtag America's team hashtag story of the 21st century is going to happen in this week in Pittsburgh. I like myself. Believe it or not, Juju Smith-Schuster to come out of his funk. And his funk has everything to do with his quarterback. They were running wildcat last week, the Steelers. And you are not going to do that against Pittsburgh, uh, against Baltimore, if the linebackers can help it. I think uh, Baltimore is one of those teams that have practiced and tried to shoot up on a wildcat formation in their lives under their coaching staff. And they are going to be ready for it. Schlabberknocker City. I don't know how many points are going to be scored, but there's going to be like one or two touchdowns scored in this game. Mr. Kilbasa, yeah. your task, if you choose to accept it, in this Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, who are the two touchdown makers? One for each team, a couple field goals, and it's going to be a dull ass, I hope it pours, rainy day in Pennsylvania in this game. So what do you say? Who are the touchdown makers? Is someone's going to score at least one touchdown on each team? We're going to be, going to be for the- we're going to be running the ball up the middle between the hash marks all night, and Mark Ingram and James Conner are both going to get touchdowns. I'll tell you what, one thing I learned from that game on Monday night, Mishy, and that What's is that, old sir? Jimmy Connors can run the football. He was running hard. Oh, he and he was running with some ferocity now mark ingram on the other hand last sunday against america's team was not running hard i'm so there but so there you have they're gonna go they're gonna go at it in the mud in the blood in the beer the pittsburgh steelers scored something like 16 fantasy points last week i'm here to tell you they may score six this week the ravens defense may score four or six this week guys girls people if you can stream off of the either of these two defenses, if you want, you know, if you want eight fantasy points, more power to you. But you are not going to get any superior love from anyone in this game, except, of course, the aforementioned Mr. Connor and Mr. Ingram, because I agree with you. I would like to see Juju be that guy, but 
you might be right. I might I might be just whistling Dixie. And Juju Smith for all his there you go. There you go, kid. Now I thought that was the Colgate song you were nah, just whistling. I don't, know, but that's I don't okay. know how you're supposed to whistle Dixie. Or is this whistling uh, Dixie? No, I that's don't think Bron- either of them are. That's a Bronx oh. cheer. I forgot. Uh, yeah, I got a bird in my hand just to remind you. And I'm like, America, if this was on video, I'd be flipping a bird at the, at the monitor right now. Got a flock of them. Zuzu. I got a flock of them coming back oh, at I'm you. To under- I'm to understand the <laughs> doubleheader, man. I- I'm down with it. You have uh, Juju Smith-Schuster as a, probably a second or early third-round draft pick. Can we put him in in our uh, draft bust category, please? Nominee. I nominate Juju Smith-Schuster after four weeks as a complete draft bust. Anyone second that emotion? Well, isn't it because of Mason Rudolph, though, not because of Juju Smith? What if Mason Rudolph starts to figure it out? Yeah, I'm asking you, has he figured it out yet? And is Juju Smith-Schuster worth the second-round pick right now? Well, I mean, yeah. that's not even though it's no fault of his own, or you're saying he's not a good wide receiver anymore. I'm saying he's I am a not saying he's not. I am call me not Wilma saying. Rudolph. Understood. I am not saying that he's a bad football player. He's a great football player. But the opportunities for him to shine, for him to style, for him to profile are, have, had, are non-existent, are non-existent. Thus, and therefore, Bubble screen. that's bust status, brother. Bubble that's screen. A bust. That's a bust. So I'm kind of, I'm rooting for Brother Juju. And um, if there is a second touchdown scored, I would say he's going to get it. But you know what? I spent enough time in Pennsylvania. Can we go to like a worse place right now? Can we get out of that muck and mire and go to a complete uh, pig fest? Out of the, we're not talking bar- out of the toilet bowl either. into the sewer we go from Pittsburgh. Bum, 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 bum. One part of the Ohio River to the other. I'm sorry, America. These are your teams, but screw you. You guys suck. Hop on a barge and head southeast to the Queen City <laughs> to see this dump of a game where the uh. Kentucky Bengals sitting at 0-4 welcome the 0-3-1 St. Louis Cardinals. Chicago Cardinals. I'll tell you what, the uh, Arizona Cardinals, they're no good. And the Cincinnati Bengals, um, like it or not, they haven't figured it out whatsoever. Their offensive line is just bad. And Andy Dalton, God bless you, Red Rifle, but your time is up. Your time is up. Kyler Murray is the future. And in this game, do you see... See Kyler Murray being the first time in his in his life that he actually has a big football game, both on it with his feet and in the air. Is Kyler Murray a twenty-seven point fantasy football scorer this weekend? Hell no. Twenty-seven okay. points? Twenty-seven? America, Michi is trying to tell you something. <laughs> and based on the reaction of one Mr. Kilbasa. I'm either out of my bleeping mind or I'm Michi, America's commissioner, for a reason. Ah. So you understand what I'm trying to tell you. Kyler Murray is fantasy gold in week five. Gold, Jerry, gold. You heard it here first. (laughs) Gold. David Johnson's a touchdown maker this week. Mr. Fitzgerald is going to have a game and a half. And I'm talking about plus 90 yards and the touchdown. And the idea that 
Cincinnati Bengals to stop a cold is a joke. Joe Mixon is going to have a nice game because they have to give him the ball. And I would start Mixon in this game. I would definitely go out and find Kyler Murray in this game. You got Fitzgerald sitting on the bench. You got maybe someone from the Raiders playing the Bears. Fitzgerald's a nice option. Um, and if you got brother David Johnson, David Johnson, uh-huh, you're looking for 15 fantasy points or north of that. You see, uh, do you see, and, and I'm not even getting into the ineptitude of the Cardinal defense. I like Mixon. Is Tyler Boyd the only healthy wide receiver in Cincinnati, America? And their backup guy is a man named Auden Tate. Auden. Raise your hand if. Auden, Auden, raise your hand if you know any of his family members. I believe he lived down the street from the O'Shaughnessy's. Are you raising your hand, Mr. Kobasa? Is that Golden Tate's brother? No, it's, I don't know. But if you have one guy named Golden, the other named Auden, it makes not sense. Autumn, it makes sense. Though. You know, it figured the parents, you know, were pretty high on, on whatever the fuck they were taking when they were naming their children. And they very well could be. Is Tyler Boyd going to come out of his funk and be like the only option and get some fantasy love this weekend, Mr. Cabasa? Plus 12 fantasy points for Tyler Boyd, yes or no? No. I disagree completely. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, the great comeback story of all times, all times. Plus or minus 60 fantasy points, and will he find the end zone this weekend? Even if he does, he still won't score more than 16 points. That's a lot of points, though, for a tight end. I'm not. Uh, I'm calling out Mr. Eifert because I like him and he's playing again. I can see Andy Dalton throwing two or three touchdowns. I can see Kyler Murray being responsible for four or five touchdowns this weekend. And for a uh, Ofer team playing an Ofer team, we can see some fantasy love in this game, people. That's what I want to tell you. That's why they call me Mishy. Get your crayons. I hope the crayons were out. We're not giving. Uh, there's no questions after this symposium. The unlikely shootout on the banks of the mighty Ohio. Mishy's saying you might want to oh, tune yes. into this one if your team's not playing at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, there, is, there is no reason to watch anything but the scroll, except if Mr. Murray does as Mishy foresees. It starts going off, and you just might want to watch the next big thing become, you know, a hype machine. Where are we going next, Mr. Kilbasa? Tell me true. Tell me true. Let's get in the chopper and take it to the airport and fly yeah. on down to George W. Bush International, where oh, man. the Houston Texans, the high-flying Houston Texans, two and two, are hosting the low-flying one and three Atlanta Falcons. I think can anything I can happen here, man. Anything can happen in Houston. Can I tell you a quick short story? Football. I got yeah. to the airport. The last oh, place where I damn football. well had to talk myself out of being arrested at, in that airport. Oh, oh, what a bunch of knuckleheads. So I want I want some security, at least some private entrances in and out, because I always have a problem in that airport. I don't know why. I think it's me, by the way, America. I don't think it's Houston. I think it's Michigan. But I had to replace my credit card last time I flew through there. You know, I don't know. Something always happens when I fly into Houston. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe they got a little private airport. You can ask your pilot to like scout out for us. We can avoid the whole damn thing. What do you think? That's a big ass airport. Everybody in the world's flying through Houston. 
Well, then let's go to a private. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's get into smaller craft and and just fly in one of them smaller jets of yours. I know you got like two of them, a small one. You pilot this one. I'll keep you sober. And at least enough where I can co-pilot. I'll be sober enough to co-pilot at least. And um, Like an airplane? Yeah, like an airplane. Have you ever spent time in a Turkish prison, Michi? (laughs) No. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the answer is no, but I almost got arrested in Houston, okay? so And by almost, he means three times he got arrested. I mean, I really had to talk myself out of that one. They they had me ready to get in a car, and I had to talk myself out of that one. And uh, the fucking rental cops. Atlanta Falcons playing the Houston Oilers, the Houston Texans even. And the Texans had a rough week last week, and the Atlanta Falcons have had a rough season. Um, nothing, nothing but bad, bad, bad football coming out of the Falcons. And there is two of the worst offensive lines going in this game, and two quarterbacks who, who had pretty piss-poor weeks last weekend. Do you, I personally can say Deshaun Watson is a better football player right now than anyone on the field, and he hasn't shown it. Will we see a good football game here, yes or no? Or is this just going to be sloppy, flag-filled, same crap that these two teams have been trying to sell us for the first month of the season? What do you see here, Mr. Cabasa? I think it's going to be high-flying because both teams should be getting desperate. Atlanta's got to be desperate, so they better be start playing like they're desperate. Matty Ryan, as bad as they people are saying he's doing, he really he's throwing for he's throwing for yardage, man. He's getting the ball up and down the field, but he's got to get the ball in the end zone, and that stupid defense of theirs has to try to hold him off. So Texans, it might be a story of the defenses with Texans having the better defense. Sure. Yeah, this might go. Unless Atlanta plays the best game they've played by far this year, this could go south in a hurry for them. I know we have. I know we have uh, friends and colleagues in the ATL, and I feel bad for them. Yeah, that's that's it. They're in three in the four hundred four, and they probably are as disheartened by the effort of execution. Of not only the players on the field, the injuries they've taken um, on the offensive line, the lack of offensive line for a couple of years now, the people who are running the Falcons have do not have it together. You may say, uh, but Michi, but Michi, but Michi, how are the Falcons going to put this put this Humpty Dumpty of a football team back together? And if you shut down Julio Jones, Ridley is underperforming. Mohamed Sanu has not scored a touchdown since, oh, God, I don't know, since the last president was president. And Austin Hooper drives the boat is the most, you know, sensible fantasy player you could pick on the, on the Falcons. And that's crazy. That's just crazy. I'm not understanding what the Falcons are doing. And the, D- and the Houston Texans, without a general manager, um, they have general manager by committee, if you all remember correctly, are two and two, had an awful game against Carolina last week. And Watson is a great quarterback getting killed. And the old Cleveland Brown backfield of Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson is playing like they played on like a 
two-win Cleveland Brown team back in the dark ages. They did. And, you know, you can only throw, you know, as you said last week, throw the ball to Hopkins 25 times, you have a chance to win the game. Is that still the only approach that they have in Texas? What do you see here? What? Tell me. I'm done with this game already. Right. Hasn't even started. What's going to happen here, Mr. Kilbasa? I think that you can't give up on Duke Johnson just yet. I hope he. I hope he has a coming out party in this game. That's what I'm going to say. They haven't loved on. They haven't loved on Duke Johnson all year. There's no indicators. The, the indicators are bad in this game. If I, there's a guy I like, I like me some Will Fuller. Am I going to pick him up and play him? No. No. <laughs> I got DeAndre Hopkins. I got to start him. I got Julio Jones. I got to start him. I got Matt Ryan. I don't have to. I can't believe a higher-ranked guy like this. is He's a bust of a, of a nominee, a bust nominee. Crayons, please, people. Crayons. The second guy on my bust list is uh, Matt Ryan, who – should score 27 fantasy points, but I'm asking you, is he going to score 20? Yes or no, Mr. Kielbasa? Uh, let's see here. Let me take a look at his numbers real quick. Because I, I'm saying that he... Dude, first three weeks, 22, 24, 28 points. And that's a lot of points for a quarterback, man. And then this last week, he had 400 yards passing with no touchdowns and a fumble loss. So that brings him down to 14 points. Yeah, but that brings him down to like you know grandma land, unstartable. Yeah, but, but still, man, if he if he would have had, I mean, if he would have had a couple touchdowns in there, he still would have been. He's been average. Well, his average is right around twenty five points. Without I'll tell that. you what, I I understand that. Maybe I'm just frustrated with the pro game aspect of the whole thing, and I'm not seeing the fantasy love. I'm usually not that way, people. You know that, but. You might you have a point there, and if that's the case, Mister Kilbasa, give me the touchdown makers in the Atlanta on um, the Atlanta Falcons this weekend because I can't do it. I need your help. I think John Sununu is going to score a touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons. In bleeping possible. Here's our other side bet. We had another one. No chance Sunu scores a touchdown today. I'll give you three to. I'll give you five to one. And I don't even know what that means. Let me get my so, pencil out here. Five to one odds. <laughs> On French fries, so I'll buy you a bag of potatoes instead of a thing of French fries. How about double cheeseburgers? Five to one odds on double cheeseburgers. Ah, uh, I'll go for that. McDonald's. Yeah, I have McDonald's, and I haven't had McDonald's in a dog's age. So sure, I can do that. Five to one odds that. As long as they don't have the magic meat burgers at McDonald's, I don't want any part. I don't want any part of those. I don't think you should have them either, sir. <laughs> it's almost food. Yeah, I'm almost human, but I'll I'll take real food, okay? So come on, give me some touchdown makers. Screw the rest of it. So you got some new shock and Michi. Mr. Hooper going to put a, another good game together, maybe find the end zone, yes or no? No. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Um, Wait, that's, well, that's your tight end, so I got to say I no. What, I how can you agree with me and not start somebody else? You're saying Hooper because drives a boat all night. Because I, I, I run a very competitive football league, and I don't, we don't have room on our benches for 1,001 players. So you're saying Next. he's got to drive the boat, dude. Come on. He you're running to. subterfuge. The, come on, man. If he scores eight fan, if Austin Hooper scores eight fantasy points, that is more than what I think he's going to get this week. 
<laughs> and if he puts one in the end zone, I'm just going to be doing the Mishy Happy Dance, and I'm going to call you up. <laughs> You're confident. Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson, touchdown maker, yes or no? Mm, Carlos Hyde gets one. Wow. Duke, Duke Johnson is going to have 70 yards receiving. No, that, that means like he's he's a he's an average player fantasy football wise. But if you're in a pinch, feel it and and take the love from Duke Johnson, Sir Duke. Johnson. A lot of people might have to have him because of a bye week replacement when when the pick. Yeah, there's been. only two teams on a bye week. You should have you know if you got Duke Johnson on your team, you, you might be on a crappy fantasy football league, and you might want to think about yourself a little harder. Can we get the <laughs> hell out of here, please? I'm tired of Houston. Tired of I'm bleeping tired of Houston. Please, let's not even go. Let's not even go. Let's go. Let's go to New Orleans. The battle of the NFC South. The New Orleans Saints sitting at 3-1. Hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had a crazy weekend last weekend. All kinds of things going on in this game. For everybody who likes fantasy football, did you pick up Jameis Winston this week like everybody else did? Do you possibly think he's going to do that again? Has he ever had two good games in a row? Hmm, I wonder. Three good games in a row? I don't know, He's going to need three coming into this weekend, kids. (laughs) (laughs) i tell you what, though. Chris Godwin was on a lot of people's draft radar, and he was wonderful last week. Mike Evans even scored a nice long touchdown at the end. You know, the big surprise out there in Tampa, um, to me, is their defense. I think their defense is pretty good. I'm kind of impressed with that. And as you stated right there at the top, is Jameis Winston the guy to have three quality fantasy football weeks in a row? And is Jameis Winston the guy who turned the corner? And raise your hand if you wanted to draft him and said, no, no, that's still Jameis Winston. And raise your hand if you thought that, well, maybe Arians really is a whisperer. This week against Nolan Saints in Nolans is going to be one of the more fascinating games, I think. I think you agree, Mr. Kilbox. There is some fantasy football talent, but there's also a very good football game that could be played here. I'm, uh, I'm of the opinion that the defenses will do very well in the sense that There will be a couple interceptions in this game. I I know Winston's going to throw one. And I'm going to say Bridgewater, even though he's careful, is going to throw one as well. I would take Winston as one of the two quarterbacks. Chris Godwin has been a a godsend if you draft him. Hey, you like that? I just made that up. Uh I didn't even practice that one. Let's try that again. Can we try that like like I just decided the first time? Let me see if I could do it twice, America. Chris Godwin has been a godsend at wide receiver for the Tamper football program. Yeah, I'm glad I said it the way the first time. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Godwin's been excellent. Mike Evans is getting his love, and you're throwing a ball all around the yard. America, I know something. Do you believe in Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Ronald Jones? Me and Ronald. Ronald I love when we make up the songs about the guys. I think we broke the speakers on that there, Mr. Kibasa. I'm not sure. I don't know. Check one, check two. Ronald Jones, is he or is the other guy, the guy this week for Tampa in the backfield? Peyton Barber. Who's it going to be this week? What do you see happening in the backfield for Tampa fantasy football-wise? Anything against the Saints? 
Well, seeing that the Flying Savant picked up Ronald Jones, he must know something we don't because he got rid of Carlos Hyde. So he's trading in one average for another, but maybe he thinks Ronald Jones is going to have a big game or he just needs to switch it up because he's got to go on his 10-game winning streak. I don't know, man. You know, it's funny. It's funny the way fixations go in fantasy football, Mr. Cabasa in America. People get fixated on someone in your league. Oh, I hope no one gets fixated on beating Michigan. Especially this week. Now I'm that I'm, playing I'm dialing in right now. <laughs> don't, yeah, America. You might want to do the opposite of what Michi's telling you this week. <laughs> no, no, no. You know me better than that. I appreciate you giving him that warning because I know many people. Let me are ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Because they missed some previous episodes or something, and no, I won't do that. We're having too much fun here, man. How we sure. play the game and what happens. All I can tell you is it's a sure. mud, mud, mud experience. Sure. But they're playing sure. in the dome. Teddy Bridgewater does he throw a touchdown this week? Yes the, or no? no? One or two? No. So you're saying Michael Thomas is not your fantasy guy this week? Um, you're saying who? is going to score any points for uh, the New Orleans Saints. Who's your guy? Alvin Kamara lock, man. He's going to have you a love, big you, you game. Love, you know what? I'll tell you what. If you could do a redraft, you would take Alvin Kamara first. Is that about true? Yeah, but there's no way in hell. he was. A, he, he's a keeper forever as long as he's playing. Thus, I said redraft, sir. Well, it redraft <laughs> all the way back to day one with a clean slate, and I got him. If he's on the board, I'm taking him. Exactly. He's one of those guys. He's just a tremendous... It's, he is a tremendous football player. So if you got him, you're starting him. Um, you like anybody catching the ball? I'm, I don't think this game's going to have a lot of points in it one more time. I think 21 points might be uh, a winning score in this game. Do you see that or do you see some uh, explosiveness here? You're saying that the Saints D is going to contain Jameis Winston and Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to throw that much. That's what you're telling me? I think, I think that uh, – I think that Winston will throw the ball. I think Winston will make a mistake. I am very curious to see if Jameis Winston is more of a real deal than people have given him credit for. Very curious. And I think against the Saints defense this week, he'll probably do what Dak Prescott did last week. What do you think of that? Michy, we haven't heard anything about a defensive touchdown this week. It sounds to me like you might think that the Saints D is going to score a pick six or a fumble risky. Uh, no, you know, you know, I love my defensive touchdowns. I love them. I love them. I love them. But I'm, I'm not feeling it. Number one, there's no glowing anything that's telling me, Michy, look at me. I'm trying to tell you something while I'm thinking about it or talking about it. There is only the fact that these defenses, I think New England, excuse me, New Orleans defense is fine. But again, I think Tampa's defense is pretty damn good. I'm, I know people, a lot of people may disagree with me, but there's something there. And we're going to see a low scoring game in this game. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying 21 points will win it. And fantasy football wise, Kamara may get you more than 20 points on his own. I think Godwin's going to catch his touchdown this week. I think that Mr. Um, Evans is going to get his touchdown this week. And Ronald Ronald Jones is going to have as crappy a game as Peyton Barber. And that's 50 yards or less. And they're done. Well, if this, this is going to be a low-scoring game, then game. let's get the hell out of town, man. Let's go to the Big can we, Apple. Can I, get some can I get some beads first before we go? Maybe go down Bourbon Street and, like, have a beverage or two before we go back? Yeah, and you're going to have to tell that girl that you'll see her next week, Michi, because she can't come with us, man. There's no room on the private jet that we're taking out of here. 
I have, I have, I, you have told me that before, and I have broken that rule every week. Uh, we got three waiting for us in New York City. I'm sorry, New Jersey. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The other team in town, the New York Football Giants, surprisingly, after going 0-2, are now 2-2, and it's a new day in there. On their way up. Oh. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings are two and two, and they're on their way down. Yeah, that's what they'd like us to think, isn't it, Mister Gilbasa? <laughs> <laughs> the New York Football Giants, remarkable, remarkable story. But um, to me, it's Eli Manning's story is has a certain symmetry to the um, Derek Jeter story, and that is they were there a year too long, and. You had maybe even two. You had to keep them. Their legacy, what they did, was um, cornerstone to the ownership, and they were that valuable. And the new day here with uh, Mr. Gettleman allegedly showing people he's smarter than the average uh, sports radio talk show caller, um, you know, has a little maybe uh, they call him Danny Dimes here in the New York metropolitan area. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which to me sounds like he's a point guard, you know, because you're dropping dimes is a basketball phrase. I could throw a bounce pass behind my back, right hand or left hand, from 25 feet away, and it will hit you with whatever spin I decide to put on it. And that's dropping a dime. <laughs> and if you do it with a football, it is putting the ball with the spin, with the touch, with the rotation of catchability, non-interceptability, and to get you in motion to keep your natural motion flowing. And Daniel Jones seems to have some ability to do that. However, against Minnesota this week, it ain't happening, kids. It is not happening. A dome team on the road is normally something to be leery of. Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins doing more apologizing than wifey number three uh, just is remarkable to me, Mr. Kilbasa. Just remarkable. Never heard a grown man cry to another man, to Adam Thielen. i got to get you the ball more, dude. I love you. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Fucking Minnesota. Shh. I don't know. They're trying to build something, but they got knucklehead number one in Kirk Cousins. Talk about a guy who should be throwing 24-plus fantasy points. He's been awful. America, with that said, Kirk Cousins is throwing 25 fantasy points, and he's throwing touchdowns to Diggs. Thielen, and one of the two tight ends this weekend. Delvin Cook is a two-touchdown maker, and the Minnesota Vikings are going to run the New York football giants out of their own stadium. Get your crayons out. Go to the bar. Call your bookie. This game, the Vikings are killing the Giants. Killing them. Mm. And the captain of, of Johnny Kobasa's team, RB1, Dalvin Cook wearing the C on his Dalvin jersey. Calvin, Captain Cook is driving the boat there, Mr. Cabal. You're going to start calling him Captain Cook. I think I am. America, I love the nicknames. So you got Captain Cook. You got touchdown makers at the wide receiver. You got a tight end who's going to score a touchdown. And Kirk Cousins is going to be, shockingly, a top five fantasy quarterback this week. People, if you're in a pinch, if you got Matt Ryan, if you listen to half of what Michy says and you think at least got a little something, something going on, Find yourself, brother Kirk Cousins. Find find yourself the guy um, from the Arizona Cardinals and win your fantasy football game this week. 
Do not start Daniel Jones. Mr. Galman will probably play as well as I played in high school, which was not well. There'll be some passes thrown. There'll be a few receptions. It's going to be a very bad, long game for the Giants. They may score a touchdown. Don't ask me who. You tell me who is a fantasy player on the Giants, Mr. Kielbasa. Please. Well, you, you don't seem to think they're going to do much anything, Michi, so. Sir, I do not. Let's see. They're going to get steamrolled. They're not going to yeah, do nothing but get pancakes. Oh, what? Wayne Gallman had a good game last week. He seemed like the new kid in town. Sterling Shepard might reel some in, but it's not looking good, according to Michi, and the Vikings D is a uh, lot Danny better than Dimes. the one. They've Danny seen so far. Dimes. Danny Jones, Mr. Well, I just saw the glow. Oh, my God. I just saw the glow. Mr. Cavasa, they're going to recover a fumble and run it into the end zone. hey defensive touchdown. There it is. Michi's defensive touchdown. And if you get bonus points, if you get bonus points for bragging, it's going to be on a fumble recovery. You heard America, it here first. It, I know in most most leagues, the Minnesota Vikings are uh, taken, but uh, if you can find them, play them. If you have any questions about starting them, please put them away. This game's a blowout. And um, before I get to see like, my clothes stink like the Meadowlands, can we get the bleep out of here and take a ride to a long ride over to the pond, perhaps, and get us some chips and some fish and chips? All the way, man. All the way across the country. And go over for the pond. A 10 a.m. local start where your Oakland Raiders no, sitting at 2 and 2. No, it's start, isn't it? I'm saying, oh, it's, it's, uh, I, it says 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time here. Yeah, I, I live on the Eastern time zone. It doesn't say GMT, so yeah, man. that's Greenwich Mean Time. That's, that's uh, 10 a.m. in Oakland. Oh, did they do 10 a.m. in Oakland. Who yeah. cares about Oakland? They're playing in England. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha, gotcha. Hit the bleep pause button. I forgot, dun, about, dun, dun, I forgot about that whole London, uh, England thing, man. Oh, uh, Mr. Kabasa, you got yourself a piece of TD, otherwise known as tape delay. I'll tell you what, I got to make me some money in my fantasy football uh, contest against you in this particular ball game, brother. So... I have to. I will have to. I'll be happy to pay attention to this game, and as such, that I have players on either team potentially starting for me. I would like to ask you, 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 Mr. Kielbasa, to tell me how this game is going to go. Is this going to be a high-scoring game? Are the Bears going to be able to play some ball? Are the Raiders going to be able to compete? What do you see here in England? It's going to be an embarrassment of American football in London, England. That's you mean gonna, the fans are going to have like Chucky dolls with blood hanging all over them in the stands and stuff? Yeah, not only is professional football almost an impossible sell because of all the stoppage in play, but we're also going to see two bad teams play each other and they're not going to do well. Chase Daniel, really? 
Chase Daniel and, you know, Derek Carr. Eh, but as long as he throws a touchdown to my man Darren Waller, we'll be good. But this ain't going to be looking. This is not going to be a good game. Let me ask you a question. Will there be more people in the stands dressed up like Mike Ditka or like a Chucky doll? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. Mike Ditka or who? The Chucky doll. Let me ask you. Wearing a Chucky shirt. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. Remember the Chucky shirt? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I just, that's a good one. Ditka, yeah. Or the Chucky shirt. Let's go with Chucky because they're more likely to know a Chucky as opposed to Ditka. All right, there you go. All right, if there's one cut through and we happen to see that, I want to, I want to hear about it because I'm not sure I'm watching this game except for the fact that I am starting David Montgomery against you, um, against the Oakland um, Raiders, and I'm going to take him to score his touchdown this week as a touchdown maker, 90 to 110 yards on um, on the ground. He might catch 40. Mr. Montgomery's going to have a nice party at the expense of the Oakland Raiders. Tariq Cohen wants to get some love, but I'm not so sure. I'm just not so sure. And Allen Robinson has been a tremendous surprise. You like him or Taylor Gabriel's out. You like him or Miller as a touchdown maker. And any love for the tight end against the Oakland Raiders? Uh, uh, No. No and no. All right, so you think that uh, this Chase Daniel is just going to hand the ball off to Montgomery, and that's what's going to happen? Chase Daniel is going to be look terrible. He's in London, England, and he doesn't know what he's doing in America. And how far? They're almost halfway around the world from Oakland to California. I mean, it's fucking forever. Pretty much, yeah. I think, you know, it depends which way you go, but yeah. It's like nine time zones. That's a lot of time zones. Yeah. <laughs> Nine freaking time zones. <laughs> They're not going to do shit except a two. You know what I want? You know what all I, all I need is two two yard touchdown receptions for Darren Waller. And so he's on the Oakland Raiders, and he is I know. the tight end story of the year. As everyone knows, he's off everyone's waiver wire. All right, so the dynamic changes a little bit. Another Einstein pick by me two weeks before anybody else had him. You know what? You know, you can congratulate yourself and you can tell America that Team Einstein is three and one while Team Michi is also three and one and we're playing against each other this week. It's gonna be a battle for the ages. In my uh in my running back heavy rookie running back heavy draft, Josh Jacobs is on my team. In a pinch I picked up Terrell Williams and both weeks I started him, he's a touchdown maker. Do you think the Oakland Raiders can generate any offense against the Chicago Bears defense in England? This week, no, it's wishful thinking to have let Waller have a touchdown, but no, I mean, there's not going to be much. This could be a twelve-nine game. This is kickers. Get the kickers. Of course, they're in England. They have to have kickers. Get Harry Kane to come in and kick some field goals. Who? The star of Tottenham Hotspur. The who to what? Captain of Sorry, Team you're England. Breaking up there. What? <laughs> Try and throw this international nonsense. I ain't buying it. So let me ask you this. Let me ask Are, you. Will, no, go ahead. Ask no, me. No, I, I, I didn't have anything. <laughs> oh, all right, like, there you go. Let me ask you this. Will there be 21 points scored by the winning team let me ask in you a question. international let me ask you a question. national football? Let me ask you a question. No. Let me ask you a question. So let me you ask you a question. So the people in England are going to be like uh, displaced people from uh, Toledo, et cetera, et cetera. And 14-9 Raiders. 
14 9 Raiders. All right. All right. Will there be any Chicago? I know what they do in England. They like to wear American gear, like the old throwbacks. They really enjoy that. Or the team that was just there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that we're going to see a Walter Payton throwback. Someone being interviewed before the game. It's a Fox game. So we're going to see a Walter Payton throwback and, and, and someone dressed up like Mike Ditka being interviewed before that game. Mr. Cabasa, whatever we put on, whatever bet we've already, minor bets we've made, I'm giving you three to one that that will, will happen. Will you take that wager? Three to one that somebody shows a Walter Payton jersey? Yeah, that someone is sported wearing a Walter Payton throwback. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not taking that bet. All right, good. Let's move the fuck out of England and go to some place in America. And I'm just, I'm steak. also checking to see when the last, okay, the last <coughs> English Premier League game will start uh, an hour and a half before that, so it'll almost be over with. So they won't be competing with soccer when the time comes. I was just trying to gauge the interest. Hold, of the hold on a minute here. Hold on a minute here, there, Mr. Kilbasa. Sure. Hold on a one sure. second here. You're telling, sure. sure. You're sure. telling me. That there is professional sports other than the National Football League being played in London on or in England on this Sunday. Yeah, there's uh, let's see four games in the EPL, the English Premier League. What's the EP? What is the EPL? That's their uh, their highest level of soccer football. So the you're telling me Roger Goodell in his infinite wisdom scheduled National Football League games in England while their major sport is in season. That's bleeping ridiculous. Well, that's a stupid that's a stupid that is the stupidest thing I ever heard. EPL is in season the entire time. It's the it, the the football in England goes 39 weeks, man, and they go from really? September to April or something like that. So they don't have a choice. They're encompassed encompassed in the EPL but but it's coming it's going to start after you know it's going to start after that so there it shouldn't be that much and the one game is not that good so it's not like they've got right, a super so, they, so what i mean to suggest is that there are not going to be english sporting fans there because they'll have a day of, of their own football we're going to have in these stands no, I'm are saying there's time. people interested in a sideshow and getting entertained and just spending their money for no damn reason to watch a meaningless game in some soccer stadium. Am I saying this right? Um, well, or am I just being anti here? Am I being too anti-America? You're. I, I was trying to say that it'll it'll all be over by the time kickoff starts. So. Um, yeah, like I don't are. like if I was <laughs> like when I spent my time in England, and I've spent some time in England on a Sunday afternoon after football. I am not doing anything but eating and drinking more. I'd go. I'd be uh, at a chip shop. Can we get the hell out of here and go back to the United States already? Yeah, but uh, I want. I want the. Uh, I want the. Um, y- your boy Friday to pick us like a big boatload of fish and chips for the ride home. Hell yeah! Big, big boatload. Have them in the plane, ready for us. Just Please, served on newspaper. Well, it's up to you. I hope not sometimes because that's just kind of gross. And um, there's better products for that. And I want I want them to take, like, a real bottle of vinegar. I want them to pay for it, not steal it this time. And I want a nice English Heinz vinegar, and I want the whole damn bottle. 
and some salt. I want him to take a salt shaker too. If you don't mind. I hope they have salt want, on the plane. I want him to pay for. I want him to pay for. No, I want. I want the salt. I want. Anyway, that's if, if, if you let me. There's a reason why I almost got arrested. In you. Um, where are we going now, Mr. Kibasa? Tell me. Let's get the red eye, or wait, however that works, coming back across the pond. It's not a red eye. It's an all-day, morning, all-day. Let's just get in the time machine, will you please? Open a portal back to the city of brotherly love, everybody. Yeah, on our way to Philadelphia. Who's playing there this weekend, by the way? Somebody's team coming off a bye, sitting at 0-3. Nothing like a week four bye to help you out of 0-3 when you got to spend another week not being able to do anything about being 0-3. And then you got to go into the Jekyll and Hyde Philadelphia Eagles. One of the... Yes, you do. One of Michi's favorite cities. You know, Philadelphia, the place where they grease the poles so people don't climb up them. I don't know. Just I don't know what kind of zoo animal that does that, but that's what they do in Philadelphia. The Jets, and I love Philadelphians. They're they're fine people. They're very controversial. I enjoy their company, but uh, we rip each other. Being from where I am and being where they're from, more power to them. If I think I'm right all the time, that's a joke, and I don't. But they do in Philadelphia. And this week. They get to play my New York football Jets. The idea that my football Jets um, ownership should have sold the team when Michi told them to seven years ago still stands. My football program in as a New York football Jet fan consists of fantasy football is more fun than the pro game. And people, I'm here to tell you, it hurts. Ooh. It hurts because I like the pro game. I love the pro game. Fantasy football replaces some of the heartache. Spending more time here tonight talking to Johnny Kilbasa about it than I am thinking about a young man named Luke Falk. Ooh. Or 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 a quarterback from California who had mononucleosis, who I really hope doesn't play this week. Um Philadelphia should should kill the Jets this week. You know that. I know that. The smart guys in Las Vegas have it said oh, I can see here at 14 points. That'll go to 17. Wow. Um, you know, I take that all day. I take plus 17 all day. Yeah, it's a lot of points in the National Football League. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz should carve up um, the Jets' defense, and the Jets' defense is, is pretty good. I, I like them. But their defensive backfield is one guy and, you know, grandma in a wheelchair right now. It is going to be tough. If uh, Alshon Jeffrey plays, touchdown maker. I love me some Zach Ertz. I've been calling for him to score touchdowns all year. I've been wrong all year. Mr. <laughs> Kibasa, I ask you, yeah. is Mr. Ertz, Mr. Zach Ertz, going to score a touchdown against my football Jets this weekend? No, he's not. I'm telling you, that's the way it goes sometimes. I agree with you. In the uh, crazy backfield world that is the timeshare in Philadelphia, the rookie Miles Sanders is still on my team. And I may start him against you. I'm not sure yet. Or Jordan Howard of three touchdowns last week, who was on every fantasy football league's waiver wire last week. I drafted him and, and you, dropped him. Yeah, you see Homer 101. You see what happens? Yep. You still would have won last week. That's how good your fantasy football team is. Which one of those two men are scoring touchdowns? One of them, both of them, neither of them. And it's going to go to uh, go to the other guy. The Smurf catching a ball out of the backfield, which will elevate Carson Wentz's touchdown total to four. 
What wow. do you think? Who's the touchdown maker here? I think your boy Miles Sanders is going to get him one and make you regret not starting him. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I've, I've, I've kind of felt that. Carson Wentz, plus or minus 25 fantasy points this week. Plus. I agree with that completely. Um, I like Alshon Jeffrey to score a touchdown. I wouldn't be at all surprised to, to the Jets have, like, next to no turnovers, and the Eagles' defense gets a sack and a half. So I'm not liking the Eagles' defense. I would almost venture to say that the Jets' defense can match them except for the points. They'll sack Carson Wentz once or twice. They may even get a fumble recovery out of that. But the Jets are in a tough spot. Any love Any love for Le'Veon Bell? He's a great player on a team that's scuffling. I think he's going to see the ball like 600 times. Yeah. And you and, have to start him if you have him. And he wants it. He wants to be oh, yeah. able to just carry a team on his back like he did one time. He wants to prove everybody wrong who just said he was just part of a good team in Pittsburgh as opposed to him being the superstar that he thinks he is. Le'Veon Bell's a superstar, my friends, and you know it and I know it. And he is going to get – he's going to, as they say, run – he's going to run till his, run till his lungs blow up. He is – He'll come out for a breath and back into the next play, and he'll touch the ball four times in a row. There is, um, it's give the ball the bell. You know what? You want to have a little surprise fun with America, Mr. Kobasa? What's that, Michi? Yes or no? Le'Veon Bell throws for a touchdown. <laughs> is he the Wildcat quarterback? I, suppose, um, I guess he's he would probably be. the uh, third or fourth string when. The backup got hurt, and this kid Falk came in. I think the next guy in line was Le'Veon Bell. So they got to have probably, a wild. They, I'm sure. I'm sure they addressed that. They got to have a wildcat package then, if they got loose. Oh, they'll run a wildcat just like the Stellars did last week. Okay. And um, I'll tell you what, teams catch up to that in two weeks. But you know, that's another story for another time. Philadelphia is going to win this game, go to three and two, and the Jets are going to be one of them Ofa Ofa clubs. And I'm not happy. Can I please leave Philadelphia? <laughs> Michi keeping please, please. his 30, hey, let's see, six. what's 16 plus 5? 48. Four. This 48 is your 21st weeks. time picking against the New York Jets on the Sausage Hut, everybody. Oh, In a row. Football. And I'll tell you what, the Jets have probably only won three games since I started doing this. So no, there you have it. I feel not, you, you can blame me. No, shut the hell up. I do. You I know can, what it uh, feels like. I am not interested in sympathy, sir. It's pity. It's pity. <laughs> Always take oh, advantage pity. of people's right. pity. I'll take the pity. I'll take the pity. I'll take the pity. All right, pity and sympathy a little slightly different of the same cloth. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. Can we go watch uh, another OFA team play, perhaps? Back what are we going across, next, sir? 10,000 miles away from where we were just a short time ago in the home of the Chargers, City 2-2, two two, hosting, oh, the 0-4. Denver Broncos and finally dude all those games were one o'clock games we've only got two we got one four o'clock game one four twenty five game that's really weird really early yeah. heavy this week Denver Chargers Michi AFC old school rivalry I would I would imagine if we go back in really go back in the time machine the Denver Broncos probably did play the Los Angeles Chargers in the first year of the AFL. Someone go up and look that one up for us, if you don't mind. They if probably you got the did. Intern, they probably did. So what I'm saying in 
And what I'm seeing and what we really need to talk about, the the 40-ton monkey in the room here, is Melvin Gordon, sir. Yeah, that the is wild the question card of the play. Day. Question what of the day. is the what is the elephant? What is the gorilla? What is the biggest creature in this zoo? If we got an aquarium, it would be a whale. What is the answer that the whale in the room is 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 Melvin Gordon ready to play football this week? What do you what is your insight on what's going to happen here? Because it's interesting to me, Mister Cabasa. 1960, I believe, was the first year the Chargers were in the league. And yeah. they went 10-4, and four and they beat... Played for a championship. They beat... They played the Denver Broncos twice, and they won both games. Wow. 1960, huh? 1960. I would normally say raise your hand if you were alive in 1960, but I can't even do that, sir. <laughs> I could raise my hand and say if I was alive in the 1980s, but I can't say that about the They 60s. lost in the league championship. They they, the they they went to five out of six league championships, and they only won one. Huh. I didn't know they, they just came right out of the gates and dominated the well, AFL this, West. They call that Sicilian football, and a lot of that, a lot of things. I had a conversation with a few, a few of us at one time, and that Sid Gilliam is still responsible for a lot of things that are going on in the National Football League today. Wow. The way the ball is thrown in the air, the way the aerodynamics in the production of football changed because Sid Gilliam said, come on, guys, I need a ball that would spin. This thing wobbling crap ain't no good. And the NASA boys got a hold of that. And the footballs they throw today go 30 yards further and more accurate than they did back then. In this particular game, played at some, um, I don't know where the Chargers play, but it's 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 probably called like I don't know little league something. I still got the same damn question for you, Mister Cabasa. The the whale in the room. What is Melvin Gordon doing? Is Melvin Gordon playing? Is Melvin Gordon in your starting lineup this week, Mister Cabasa? <sighs> Not at the moment, but I I don't subscribe to your. Uh pseudo self-righteous method of laying your cards on the table when it comes to your lineup i'm all for just having an empty roster right up until the minute that the games start and i'll tell you right now he is on my bench where you know he's been for a couple weeks one more week than everybody else thought he was coming that's for sure congratulations by the way he will congratulations play. by the way thank you you're welcome you're welcome i mean thank you uh yeah so he's definitely gonna play and the question is, is he just ready to rock, you know, or is he going to come in and just pussyfoot around, have 12 carries for 20 yards? That's the question. Do the Chargers, do the, do, does the 0-4 Denver Broncos, have, are they, will the Chargers overlook Denver and be in another tight ball game this weekend? Yes or no? I think yes. I don't know if the Chargers are as good as people think they are, by the way. I think the the Broncos defense is is they're going to step up. Well, they have to, but the guy the guy Mr. Chubb went down, so that's why they're going to have to step up even more. Yeah, I see what you mean. Chubb Let me up. ask you a uh, Chubb, Chubb up, up, baby, because we're all Chubb. chubbing up. There you go. Um, will there be any blowback, any any problem with Mr. Eckler, or will Mr. Eckler see a I don't know, man. If I'm Austin Eckler, I'm considering myself the starter. 
and the head coach is telling me Melvin Gordon's the starter. Does this make for a problem in the locker room? Yes or no? They they said that they said Gordon was starting. The guy, yeah, but you know what the coach speak is that what it really means is when he's ready, he's the starter. He's the one. Because uh, no, I got a quote from the coach saying his reps are going to be limited. So you see, that's coach speak right there. I understand. I understand. Um, is Eckler another touchdown maker in 20-point fantasy football score this week, yes or no? He needs to step out of the way. He needs to get out of the way from my man. (laughs) (laughs) Something needs to happen to him. (laughs) He served Um, his purpose. Mike Williams may or may not play. Keenan Allen is is still the option. Is he a touchdown maker this week against a tougher Denver defense, yes or no? He is, he is. Philip Rivers, plus or minus two touchdowns this weekend in, by, in the air. Mm, yeah, two. I'm going to say he's going to be at two, so whatever, they'll push that. Mr. Kilbasa, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. All right. Let me try that again. Take two. Mr. Kilbasa, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. A qu- let me ask you. Okay. Let me ask you. No, I'm, no, when you're, no, when you're playing that, I'm playing. I'm playing. Let me ask you a question. Samples. Let me ask you. A question. <laughs> let me ask you. A question. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. You the see the audio. Be... Sure. 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 I'd and say, what would you say if I told you that the Denver Broncos are going to be in that ball game with five minutes left to play and a chance to win against the Broncos? This, I mean, against the Chargers this weekend. What would you say if I told you? that? I'd say I'm smelling what you're cooking up there because I need Emmanuel Sanders to score a touchdown late in that ball game. Emmanuel Sanders as a touchdown maker. Somehow the world is falling in love with picking up uh, Mr. Sutton again, the, the younger man. But um, I think Mr. Sanders is going to get him a piece of pie in the air. The running game, the running game, the running game in Denver. Royce Freeman is getting some love, but Philip Lindsay is still the man. This week, is it interchangeable or is one guy or the other your starting player for the Denver Bronco if you have them at running back? You got Lindsay, you starting him? Awful lot of positive things went towards Philip Lindsay this summer. And so far. He's not lived up to the expectations. Royce Freeman, just happy to be there. He's happening. I think this is about time um, that Philip Lindsay starts to pull away from Royce Freeman and say, yeah, yeah, don't right. don't doubt me for a second. I might be small, but I'm fast and I'm wiry. And the Chargers, the Chargers ain't going to touch me. Um, is Mr. Lindsay a touchdown maker this weekend? No, because Emmanuel Sanders is going to be your touchdown maker. All right, you don't happen to have Emmanuel Sanders on your uh, fantasy football roster. I do, and he's sitting right there in the number one slot. He's staring at you from across the room, Mishy. He's staring at Tyrell Williams, saying, what's going on over here? My my boys, you see, we we go fearless, and we don't think. That's how we play, (laughs) Mr. Kielbasa. Fearless, and we're so rehearsed, we don't think. We just do. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. I hope we play. I hope it pours and we play a nice mud game, Mr. Kilbasa. I really do. On oh, the warm, the warm rain of Southern California, Michigan. We got a couple more to get to here. Let's get to them. What do you tell say? me where we're going next, sir? Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Football. Let's 
go. That was your 4 o'clock game, now the 425 game. Ancient Thanksgiving matchup derby. Green Bay traveling to the Big D. They're both 3-1. and one. They're both doing pretty good. They're both hoping that they're going to be premier teams. What can you do yeah, here, Michy? I got Aaron Rodgers that said, hey, maybe I'll decide to start Aaron Rodgers instead of Aaron uh, Jeff Goff tomorrow. <laughs> Jeff Goff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that a Slordy? Was Jeff. that a – Jeff Sorry, Goff. Sorry, was that a Freudian starting. slip? Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> no, I think you said it right the first time, Captain. Yeah, Jared Goff. <laughs> Who did I start here? I know who you're gonna. I know who you like. Your man Marquez Valdez Scantling, man. He's your favorite player right now. You've got your 401k taped to the bathroom mirror, don't you? I, I, as a matter of fact, I got mine in plastic. And the interesting, interesting thing is, what is the story with Devontae Parker in this game? Most fascinating waiver wire choices you can make this week are at wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. It's absolutely fascinating what could happen if Devontae Adams doesn't play. He practiced, uh, no, he didn't. He did calisthenics at practice this Wednesday, which would lead to and suggest that that's not much of a football workout. And he has a toe issue, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Kilbasa. Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's got a toe issue these days, man. Well, hopefully you got five of them and you could work it out. The idea that Jimmy Graham is being spoken of and or thought of as being fantasy relevant as a red zone target is almost remarkable that the superstar is being spoken of again <laughs> in such a fashion. Haven't heard his he name really in a is. while. No one has spoken uttered the word superstar Jimmy Graham in quite a while. And two and years ago, he was he was the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, you know, sliced bread's been good for a little bit. He could have been five years ago by the way time flies. I don't see uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, beating the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't see it one bit. I don't care how good you think Green Bay's defense might be. I am not particularly high on brother Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's throwing two touchdowns. That, that might be as good as he gets. Um, the fantasy value here is our man Aaron Jones, because... As you know, the young man got Mr. Williams got hurt pretty good last weekend, and Aaron Jones is going to get a boatload of touches. And you may or may not be able to do anything against Dallas's defense. And the boatload of touches in the passing yard, sir, is it Marquez Valdez Scantling or Geronimo <laughs> Allison? I love both names. You know, Geronimo as a name is just. You know, that's just the way life is sometimes. You just got to say Geronimo and go. And <laughs> who's catching the ball? Who's catching the ball for 17 to 24 to 28 completions by Aaron Rodgers? MVS, you tell me. MVS. MVS. MVS so on the sidelines. Jimmy Graham up the seam, baby. All right. So as a player who needs a wide receiver – you see an opportunity here, correct? Yes. Correct. Yes. And On the carpet. If you, people, if you like the word Geronimo, maybe you're a Doctor Who fan, maybe you're an American Indian sort of kind of aficionado, go ahead, go, go get yourself some Geronimo Allison. Go get yourself some. 
Geronimo. Buddy, played... Geronimo. Welcome to Mo's. <laughs> That's from a TV show, I think. And uh, Marquise Valdez Scantling is the pickup to have. Is Aaron Rodgers plus or minus twenty four fantasy points this week? Plus. You think that you think you're going to have a high scoring ball game against the Cowboys? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. It's going to be a shootout. Well, shootout. So let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. Yeah. Um, who's healthy at, at wide receiver? I'm not so sure. Gallup may be listed, but I don't know how healthy he is. All right. He's coming off and of not playing for a little bit. I would have to check the waiver wire report. Amari Cooper is not always so healthy right now, although he is. They say he's fine. Um Dak Prescott, the Dak show, ran into a buzzsaw causing, called the New Orleans Saints. And does he bounce back this week? Yes or no, Mr. Kielbasa? I, I think he does. And, and I think Mark Witten's going to have a big game. He's got about so two he's got about two more games before his hamstring explodes and we never hear from him again. He's going to go back to being no, a... No, Mark Witten, no. Jason Witten, Mark Witten. What's I'm sorry. His name? <laughs> Jason <laughs> Not hard-hitting Mark Witten from the 1997 Cleveland Indians. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I, we have a guy in our league, America. His name is Hexer. And ever since Mark Witten, sorry, ever since Jason Witten has been in the league, I've been calling him Mark Witten. And every bleeping time, I'm talking about 50 to 100 times, 50 to 75 times a year, I would say to this man, Mark Witten, how's he doing in tight end? He'd say, Jason Witten, jerk. Hard-hitting Jason Witten. Jerk. jerk. He called me a jerk after doing it. I said, dude, I can't help it. Mark Witten came first. And you feel the same way. I could tell. Which two pieces of of old grandfather clock is going to have a bigger game? Jimmy Graham or Jason Witten? Jimmy Graham. Mr. Kibasa. Jimmy Graham. Plus or minus 12 fantasy points for Jimmy Graham. Just or are you minus. telling me the tight ends are going to be the big receivers here? Fantasy-wise. I, th- I think Jimmy Graham is going to have right around 10-11. Jason Witten is going to have nine. No those touchdowns. Good fantasy point. Those are those are good fantasy points for tight end. Do you uh, have any love for any of the defenses here as a fantasy play? No. Yes or no? Not much defense I don't is going to be played. No. Ezekiel Elliott, best player in football this week or no? Um, Dalvin Cook is the best player in football this week. Yeah, uh, yeah going understood. up against Mizzy. Understood. understood. Ezekiel Elliott, will he have numbers like Delvin Cook this week? He will. He will. So we're talking 20-plus fantasy points for Ezekiel Elliott. Well, it all comes down to the touchdowns, Michigan. He's going to have to score a couple and get over 100 yards. He'll probably – he's hard to beat, man. He's hard to beat. Who's going to get the touchdowns? That's the question. Ezekiel Elliott's going to get it. You think Tony Pollard's going to poach one this week he, in a yes. high-scoring game? Yes, he likes poaching. He likes poaching touchdowns. Hmm. Any love for Amari Cooper? Yeah, I got love for Amari Cooper. Where did he go to college? Uh, Texas? I don't Alabama. know. Oh, Alabama. Alabama. Just checking. Alabama. Just checking. So you're you're saying there's a lot of fantasy love here. I like Aaron Jones. We're gonna all going to pick up Marquis Scantling, every one of us, and start him. And you're telling me the tight ends are going to give us good production. Ezekiel Elliott's going to be one of your top running backs. Is that what you tell me? Dak Prescott. Plus or minus 26 fantasy points this weekend uh, in your shootout. Plus. I don't want to say it, but plus. Dak Prescott going to score with his legs this week? No. Is he going to run one in? No. And Bogart not. a touchdown? He's not. He'll pass for 
three or four though. It's gonna be this is gonna be forty one thirty eight. So you're telling me in America that Ezekiel Elliott can be scoring three touchdowns this weekend? Uh, no, two. Who's winning this game? Well, you got your smart crayon out. Dallas by a little bit, but it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I love it. I love it. I love it. Can we uh, can we just say adieu to the day games and maybe move into some Sunday night? Got any traveling music for us, sir? Well, let's go out of the day and into the night where the don't know what to think about us, Indianapolis Colts are heading down I-70 to Kansas City. We all know what's waiting for them there, Michi. Sunday Night Football, this could be an interesting game. It could be a squash match. I don't know. Well, you better know. You're fantasy football maven, Mr. Kielbasa. What color is your crayon today? Is your crayon Colt Blue, or are you pulling out the Kansas City red crayon in this game? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Tell me what you're going to do, Michi. I am circling Jacoby Brissett. I am, if if Mac is hurt, I'm taking Wilkins as a running back to score some points. I am going to say Jack Doyle is a touchdown maker, and the Colts defense can give up a boatload of points and still score double-digit fantasy points. I am telling you that Patrick Mahomes looked a little sloppy on the road in the domes, first game ever there. I put the I put I spun three times and put a curse on him. What a great game in Detroit last week. Spin Mahomes three is a great... times and curse <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes in Detroit. Now the question is, Sammy Watkins, he's due. Twice on Mr. the Mr. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, oh Sammy due. Watkins, and Mr. Hardman is due. Mr. Kelsey is due. This game, this game. 30 points to win or 35 points to win? That's your question. I call that a boatload of players over there for Indy. You got to like Mahomes. Tell me, plus or minus 30 fantasy points this week. That's how much I like them, people. It's just not fair when Patrick Mahomes scores 30 fantasy points. It's not fair. It is fair. It's a beautiful thing. And if you got him, appreciate it. He's going to come back and have a really nice game. Any, any, any of the running backs, Mr. Williams, Mr. McCoy, can well, you think oh, yeah. any of those two guys can put up a ball game and run against each, uh, excuse me, the um, Indianapolis defense? So they replaced my D. Williams with another D. Williams in Kansas City. My keeper, D. Williams, hasn't played in two weeks. Now this other D. Williams is grabbing his food and eating it and sammy watkins had a gigantic week one hasn't done shit since miko hardman i picked him up had yes, one good week and now he's just sitting on the bench do i start him i don't know because i know oh somebody's gonna be getting some touchdowns that's for somebody's sure. scoring some touchdowns here young man yeah and is it kelsey is it the time is it time for kelsey to, and mccoy the veterans and watkins the veteran to say to Mahomes, listen, that was last week. Let's go get him. And it's not going to be easy, but you can throw the ball deep against the Colts. I'm taking a flyer. I'm taking I think I think Robinson and Hardman are going to have a nicer game than Watkins. That's my personal opinion on this. I think each of those guys can can catch the ball for 80 plus yards, however. I really do. I think Mahomes is going to have a nice game. I think McCoy is going to have a nice game and the substitute Williams is going to get touches but I think it's the Slim Shady show. And 
let's call this one 34 to 28 Chiefs with a boatload of points being scored. I agree with you. Hey, can I give you a side note, Mr. Kilbasa? Go ahead, Mr. Sometime last week I said, you know, I really like the Kansas City Chiefs defense score a touchdown. I know I said it. I know I said it. And I said it right here on the sausage hut. And as I watched them pick the ball up off the ground on the one-yard line or two-yard line, whatever it was, and proceed to do a happy dance, to score it down the other way to four defensive touchdowns. I thought to myself, you said that on the sausage hut. Cool is that? I don't see it. I don't see it happening this week, but I did last week. I just wanted to bring that up. That was a fun moment for me watching the pro game last week. I must admit to you. I didn't have the guts to pick him up. I didn't have, yeah, whatever, but I didn't have the guts to pick him up and play him. So that's my own issue. What do you think about that? So I see a lot of fantasy love here, and and I think I'm going to stay up late and watch this game. I think it could be very interesting one more time. What do you say there, Mr. Kielbasa? Are you ready for the last game of the year, last yeah. game of the week, and the Well, don't, don't forget about my kicker. My kicker's most playing reason. Sunday night, so that could be very important. And my kicker, kicker plays there. for the Kansas City Chiefs, and his name's what? Harrison Butker. So, all right, if I said 35 points, that's five extra points you guys going to get. So yeah. you're going to have five fantasy points for your kicker. And yeah. my question to you is, I know you won't make the roster maybe. But have we come across a kicker? Yeah, we have come across. That Tennessee game is going to have a kicker where you can get a guy getting 12-plus points. Mm. Mr. Kabasov offered for your consideration a chance on how to beat Michigan this week. It's your kicker. Let's move on to Monday night, shall we, sir? The final <laughs> game of your week, America. Dun, dun, dun. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag the Cleveland Browns. Big, big game. Big game. San Francisco coming off a bye and getting an extra day to prepare for Baker Mayfield and uh, the NFL's leading rusher, Nick Chubb, and the NFL's best receiver, Odell Beckham, and the NFL's greatest new tight end, Ricky Seals-Jones, going up against Mr. California, Jimmy Garoppolo, and his big guy tight end, and his big guy running back, and Michy pulling the old Dakarino. Going to make this one interesting whether he likes it or not. Hopefully it'll be out of yes, reach I by am. the time we get here, and I'll be able to root my Browns on to victory no matter what. America, what Mr. Kabasa is talking about in the Dak Show Syndrome. We call it the Dak Show Syndrome because Kabasa loves the revenge card. I don't know why. He likes protests, and he likes revenge. Doesn't seem controversial to me when I talk to him. I'm sure you would say the same thing, but I'm here to tell you. He loves his protests, and he loves revenge. And there was a point a few years ago where Dak Prescott was pretty average, and he was playing the flying one in the game. And he said, I'm picking up Dak Prescott, and I'm beating you. And the flying one said, blah, 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 blah. And Mr. Kabasa said, no, 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 you don't understand. This is the Dak show. And heretofore known as the Dak show is when I take a player you root for, and he beats you. America, it's delicious it's the only word i got it's delicious 
So this week, I picked up the Cleveland Browns defense because it's the Dak show syndrome. The syndrome is that I think it actually matters. Therefore, it's completely important. Maybe that's my own psychosis, Mr. Kielbasa, but that is how the Dak show syndrome really come about. And I'm take, I picked up the Cleveland Browns, and I am going to beat you on Monday night with the Cleveland Brown defense, and ain't nothing you can do about it except root for him. And I think that's cool. That's that's what I'm talking about. That is people. what you're talking about. I that's, appreciate that's that. That's fantasy. And if I don't win, then so be it. But I'm playing this card, and I think it's fun. That's all I want to tell you, kid. That's why I'm doing it. And I think I got a good chance to uh, to make uh, to make a couple good decisions here. I think the Cleveland Browns defense is a good play here. I think Jimmy Garoppolo and the three and San Francisco 49ers coming off a bye week are going to be beaten at home by the Cleveland Browns this weekend. I'm telling you here right now. I told you last week that the Cleveland Browns are going to go on the road and take care of business in Baltimore. And they certainly did, Ollie. They certainly did. And I'm here to tell you now they're going out there in California anytime now. And they're going to play a whale of a ball game, and they're going to beat the 49ers. And your Cleveland Browns, hashtag bleeping America's team, is going to be 3-2 and two and sitting pretty because you got a 2-3 and three club behind you. We already said the Steelers are going to beat the Ravens, and they're both going to be 2-3. and three. And Cincinnati is already in Kentucky looking for next year's draft pick to replace Andy Dalton. And you're going to be in nice shape in the AFC North. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. Baker Mayfield has not been the fantasy football legend at all this year. And some people were more right uh, not to believe the hype than others. Nick Chubb had a fabulous game. Fabulous. Odell Beckham allegedly got choked, but I watched the replay and it didn't happen like that. You discovered Ricky Seals hyphen Jones, our favorite hyphenated player in the National Football League for at least five years. And I think... On your side of the football, on the Browns' side of the football, Odell Beckham has to have a decent game, and they're going to they're gonna really try and take that away. And the man, if I was a fantasy football player, and I am, the touchdown maker in this game is one Richard Higgins, number 81 of the Cleveland Browns, is going to have the best game of his life. On Monday night, Mr. Cabasa, we talked about Valdez Scantling, and I'm telling you here now, as opportunity, if Landry is not healthy, and I'm not sure when he's coming out of this 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 protocol that he's in, if he's not playing on Sunday after on Sunday, I'm got to make a decision: do I pick up the Packer guy or do I pick up Mr. Higgins on for uh, Monday Night Football and go double Dak show on your homer self? That is what Mishy's thinking about when he looks at opportunity and says, opposite of Odell's getting the ball again this week. And if it's Landry, I'm in trouble because you have Landry on your team. If it's not, there's some there's some crazy free agent opportunity going on right there, right now. And I think Mayfield is a two-touchdown score, at least two touchdowns. And I ask you, plus or minus 26 fantasy points for Baker Mayfield this weekend. He doesn't score a, a lot. lot of points. He doesn't score a lot of fantasy No, he doesn't. Points. No, he doesn't. Because he's got Nick but he's freaking gonna, Chubb. But the Cleveland Browns are going to have to score 30 points 
at least 30 points in this game for me to be convinced that they are who I think they are. And they are going to come out and at least put 30 points on the board. And I don't think Nick Chubb's going to have another game like he did last week. I really don't. I think they'll try and key on him, and that will open up opportunities for Baker Mayfield to be a real strong fantasy football quarterback this week. Yes, sir? On the flip side, Jimmy G of the 3-0 49ers, he's available in every league. Any love for Jimmy G at home this week, Mr. Kabasa, plus or minus? <laughs> 22 points. So here we go. You've you've tied me up. I have. I don't Continue. want him to do well, but that means the Browns defense does well, and that means Michi does well. So that's quite the the Hall of Mirrors conundrum. You got me walking into the Hall of Mirrors, and I see Michi in one corner, and then I turn around, and I see Michi on the other corner, and I turn around, and oh, I see is- Michi on the ceiling, and I look at him, turn around again, and he's behind me, and then I turn around again, he's in front of me. I don't know what to do, man. It's throwing me for a loop. Oh, my God, Monday night. Now, there's a possibility that you might have the game in the bag by then. Therefore, I can just root for my defense because it's over already. There is no the chance. There is no chance. Your team is too good. My team is too good. And we're going to play in the mud anyway. It's going to be a lower scoring game than we normally play against other teams in the league. Running back for the 49ers. Um, Your guy. The kid Raheem Moser is the touchdown vulture. The vulture. Matt Breed is a pretty nice player, but they don't, he doesn't get the ball enough. Either of those two guys... Uh, double-digit fantasy point scores because if you're waiting till Monday night and you got either of those two guys, you better be pretty damn confident. Any of those two guys you got any love for, what's going to happen there at running back for the 49ers? <sighs> They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They are pretty good, but neither of them. You can't have both of them. You can't have both of them. Matt Breida is good running. I think Matt Breida is going to get 80, 90 yards. But no touchdowns. Because the other kid seems to be dedicated to get the ball when it's down near the end zone. Yeah. And they got another guy that you could choose from. So it's really hard to pick. Um, the wide receivers, to me, um, in San Francisco, you don't know who to pick yet. You got a couple kids. You got your man Debo. Debo Samuel is this is weak. We don't know. Therefore, I can't touch him. Pettis is probably on people's roster. Uh, never. And uh, Godwin or Goodwin is still as fast as can be, but who knows what he has. So I, I'm, I'm really curious. Do you think, Mr. Kilbasa, that George Kittle is ready to play some football? Or do you think, as I said earlier this year, that Joe, you know, Mr. Kittle is like a flash in the pan football player? Five fantasy points in three games for George Kittle. Wow. And he was drafted pretty high. You know, Zach Ertz at least is getting a few more points without the touchdowns. Mr. Kill, who was drafted way high, is having five points a game. So I'm asking you, who's the touchdown makers here? Because Cleveland is going to give up, you know, 17 points, maybe even 24 points this week. But their defense is going to put some licks on Mr. Garoppolo, and I believe they're going to catch the ball. I like the Cleveland Brown defense as a touchdown maker this weekend against oh, the 49ers. Oh, oh, and, oh. and, and, and oh, hold on. No, no, let me, let me stay in Michi mode here. Let me stay in Michi mode for a second. Uh, I like that because the way you guys can get after the quarterback, and Garoppolo is known to make a mistake or two. Um, 
And I think that this is, I think this is going to be a really big weekend for Cleveland Browns football. I can see that, uh, I can see that San Francisco can score points. We all seem to know that, but I'll make a bold prediction. I'm going to say Cleveland Browns win this football game. Not only are they underdogs, but I'm going to say they win this football game by eight points or more. And they're going to beat up, they're going to beat up the 49ers coming off a of bye week. And Mr. Shanahan's going to be having sure. to answer some questions. And Mr. Freddie Kitchens is going to be smiling in the interview room late Monday night. And that's what's going to happen in week 14 of Ben's football and be the pro game people. Wow. I hope your crayons were sharp. We had some fun tonight, Mr. Kabasa. I hope, I hope we were succinct enough for everyone to follow along. Man, we, we breathe. We breathe succinct. <laughs> Mishy, Grudge Match Central gonna oh. go. It's gonna start on Thursday and it's gonna end late on Monday on the West it Coast. Is the most, as we started this program, people, it is the most delicious form of soap opera for adults you can have. Fantasy football for one, two, three, four, five days. Five, five. Ah, ah, ah. People. Five days of fantasy football. Come on now. What else do you do for five days? Oh, I'm going to work for five days. Sometimes six. Work with Johnny Kebab. I haven't been in work for 27 years. And did Mishy even mention Tyreek Hill hiding on his bench? Maybe he's coming back. I don't think you said anything about him. Were you hiding no, that car behind your back, Mishy? No, Mr. Uh, when Mr. Tyreek Hill comes back and he's sitting on my bench, if I can solve my running back, rookie running back, and get a guy or two to step up, I am going to be kicking some ass in fantasy football. That's all I want to tell you. Because I listen, I not only am part of the fantasy football program, I just also show I actually kind of play it back to make sure. And I check myself, Mr. DeVosa. Always, the phrase growing up here is check yourself before you wreck yourself. Some people say step away from the pipe. We say check yourself before you wreck yourself and you have to so i kind of double check it to make sure you know i like to, i like to step out and you know watch the glow and, and read what it tells me and and i share it with y'all and that's fantasy football and that's the pro game i appreciate the time mr Kabasa. thank you mishy for your insight and we wish everybody uh, the best of luck and happy how do you what a happy what mishy uh, happy scouting. Happy sleeping scouting, people. There you oh, go. Yes. Week five. We'll see you next week, everybody.